back to another podcast, man. Blog game, game talking, game talking, episode 34, man. It's your boy Jay Stu, man. You already know. In the cut, in the producer role, T Rob. And with us today, we got three special guests. You know what I'm saying? We're here with a six figure podcast title. And so they're going to teach us, you know, how to get on our way to being six figures. So, guys, tune into this one. We got a lot of gems we're going to drop to y'all, but you feel me? We're going to take it we're gonna take it in stride at the same time. So, we're going to go around and everybody introduce themselves. We'll start left to right. Carl. Carl, that's what you're going with? All right, Carl. That's it. Carlito. Carlito. Yeah. That's what they call me, Carlito. Yeah. 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 He, he got shot, man. He tell us some crazy stories. <laughs> 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 I came out, I got to some more. Nigga, courage. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. All right. My my guy over here. Uh, my name's Emilio. Um, and I've been doing just professional business since I was 15 years old. Yeah. So I've been doing my thing. Yeah. True hustle. We got my guy Rob, man. You said it already, Rob. Most of y'all probably already know me. Nah, I'm lying. Y'all don't know me. <laughs> <laughs> smooth Rob. That's smooth Rob. Hey, listen. So these two guys, you know, they know me from playing basketball, you know. And, um... Jay Define. Jay Define. <laughs> yes, sir. Yeah, man. So, you know, through the course of our interactions, I just felt like, you know, I've seen how... They move as businessmen, like, you know, we don't come out, we don't really talk about business when we're playing ball, but um, it's just sometimes it's the insights that you take from little conversations. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes people don't have to say a whole lot to really say something meaningful. That's true. And I'm a big believer in that. And so sometimes you can see in ways where you're lacking too. Like me, I can admit that I have the whole engine. These guys know it. I'm the engine. Just put me in direction, I'm on it. You feel me? Like, I, I, I believe in myself in the terms of, like, how I talk, how I talk to people, networking. Those are my, like, my strongest suits. But, you know, I know that, you know, I, I have a lot of areas to improve on. You know, we always do. Yeah. That's always come learn and grow. Yeah. Knowing yeah. that you always need. The thing is, as you, as you gain uh, traction in your career or even in your an entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. It's a journey. There's never, and the end point never comes, though. Yeah. You're always climbing that mountain. You're always climbing that mountain. There's no peak. Yeah. You're always climbing. You see billionaires. You see guys like Elon Musk trying to build a, a rocket to go to space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because there's always another peak. There's always another mountain to climb. You can't, you climb another mountain. You look up, there's another mountain. Yeah. Right, I'm going to climb that one now. Hustle don't stop. Yeah. 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 Hustle, Hustle don't stop. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, they say you got to stay at home in order to be on top. That it, yeah, that's yeah. for sure. Yeah. To stay on top too, because once you get in there, you get you get relaxed. Someone's gonna come out right, push you right off the mountain, dude. Yeah, right. you know it's it it's so funny because I I know you guys can probably agree, but in the world of men, we're not really looked at as if you don't get on your shit at some point you're a kid. Everybody's like, oh yeah, you're young, you got time, you know. Everybody's yeah. all joking with you, but you see after you start getting up in the years and. Mm-hmm. You still haven't really pushed, or you're not where you should be at. You tell people your age, they're like, "Oh, yeah, yeah." yeah. Like you still, know, still in, at home. Yeah, you yeah. know, in a man's world, like it's cutthroat. It is. It's very cutthroat. Yeah, they're already pulling your your resume. They're like, "What you do? What you doing now? What you, you know?" That's yeah. the that's the questions in this, in exactly. this society. Exactly. And if you ain't got a game plan going, nobody's gonna take you seriously. It's exactly to your point. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you definitely have to have a, and that's one thing when I was young I didn't have that mindset I wasn't like like you know we used to hang out we used to do all kinds of crazy shit if we wasted that if we the energy half the energy we put into hanging out and getting girls we would have put into getting money right now we would have been billionaires you know we are yeah, talking about absolutely. six figures we are talking yeah. nine you know ten figures it's like we sold ourselves short because we didn't have a vision and the thing is like with, the, with kids nowadays you gotta have you really because everything's accelerated now we're in a world now where a year goes like this Look at 2022 went by, you blink and it was over. Yeah. We lost two years of our lives in COVID like nothing. Facts. And that's, that's right now, the world's going to be like that. Yeah. The, the next few years, you're going to see them accelerating. You're going to see natural disasters. You're going to see different things are going to get way more difficult for this generation coming up. So you got to yeah. have a plan in your head straight up out of high school. 
Like things are not, you don't have that security where, where we did to be kids. That shit is over, man. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And if you want to get to, even if you want to get to freaking out of, out of college to making 70 grand a year, it's going to be tough right now. You see, every time somebody tries to get up, you see them raising interest rates now. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you look at that and people are like, they're squeezing the money supply because they're like, well, people, too many people are making it up now. Yeah. So now you got to find a different way. You know what I mean, you got to look at that and say, well, what's my angle on this? How do I make that money? So yeah. it's a different, it's a totally different mentality. He's got, he knows. He's been doing it for for years. He's hustling different kind of avenues, different kind of angles, and he's always been an entrepreneur. Like I've been, an, I, I do, I'll, I'll do whatever it takes. I'll do office, I'll be an office guy, I'll be a contractor, I'll be an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I'll do all three. You know, yeah. I wear all three hats. But yeah. some people are not cut for that corporate life. So when you're not cut for that corporate life, it's like you got to be, you know, you got to figure out where your game. You got to make your own lane. You got to make your own lane. You got to do what you got to do what you feel comfortable in, and and some people feel, you know, we play basketball. Some people can take the three and drive, and they you know and take floaters, and some guys stick to the three. Whatever, yeah, listen, whatever, whatever you're gonna to do, whatever you do, yeah. just make sure you do it with passion, do it with dedication. Yeah. Just you know what I mean. I mean that's that thing that what Bruce Lee said. I'm scared of the guy, not I'm not scared of the guy that that knows ten thousand kicks. Yeah. I'm, I'm scared of the guy that knows right. that one kick and mastered it 10,000 times or something like that. Like, mm-hmm. that dude, that I mean, kick must just be... Yeah, he's, just, that he's not scared of the guy that knows a bunch of moves. Yeah. He's that more one scared move. of the guy that has that one move he's done a thousand times. Yeah, so, like, like no. awesome, just master. Yeah, master. So master, master whatever you yeah. do. And if you want to master multiple things, master it one by one so that you're not taking away from one and giving it to the other and, and so forth. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's, so that's a great point too because that's that's one thing. It took me a long time to figure out what to ma- and as uh, young folks, I think when you're looking at stuff, uh, kids coming up today, is trying to figure out what you're good at. What's your calling? You know what I mean, a lot of people say, "Oh, what's my calling? What am I doing?" And a lot of people just floating around. They're chasing other people's dreams. You know, oh, this dude driving a Lambo. I'm gonna try to do what he's doing. That's not that's not the answer. Or you, we could go even go into more traditional route. Your parents are here telling you, "Yeah, you gotta go to school. You gotta do this. Yeah. You gotta do that." Yeah. And you know in yourself, that's not me. Yeah. You know, for many years, my parents were very traditional in that way. Sent me back to school, got an IT little, a little thing in IT and went to computer programming. Mm-hmm. I walked away with my associate's degree, never used it. Why? Because exactly. once I got into the experience, see what it was going to be like, I said. Nope. <laughs> that's not my way, you know. And one thing about me is, if I hate it, I'm not going to ask yeah, I'm just not. I'm, I'm, I'm a passionate guy. I give everything. Well, even if you could last, should you? Nobody should ever be stuck in their one life doing what they don't love to do. Exactly. And that's that's the worst exactly. thing is to hear a grown person say to you, I hate what I do. Right. Like, nobody wants to work, or, right? Or, or. But if you are going to work, yeah. do what you love to do. Yeah, you see, like how you were saying, I don't mean to interrupt. You were saying to me just now, like, your mindset is because you've always worked for yourself. But for me, even when I've gone into places, like I've been in corporate jobs. Mm-hmm. I used to work for the hospital, working for the government. You know how that is. Mm-hmm. So I would be in there and I'd see guys. I'm listening. I'm a young and I'm talking about I was 23, 24. I'm seeing guys 48 doing the same job as me. Same and then job. they're looking at me like, oh, yeah. They're trying to, you know, kids, they're already getting competitive. They're now trying to keep their little menu job. They feel threatened. Yeah, they feel threatened. They're protecting their territory. They're yeah. Little ground. yeah. They they feel like, oh, I don't want him stepping all over what I got. Yeah. But you, dude, I don't want what you got. You've been here for 20 plus years. Right. That's not your end game. You know what I'm saying? Getting paid the same amount I'm getting paid. Right. Come on, though. You know, and so when I, when I had those realizations, I said, you know, that's why some guys are 40 and still live with their parents. And, yeah. Because you know, they're afraid. And you know those afraid, guys, yeah. Yeah, those guys, and I worked with a lot of folks like that too. In American yeah. Express, I work with a lot of people like that where they've been there 40 years. They're mm-hmm. 40, straight up 40 years working in the same place, doing the same job. And they protect, and as soon as a young guy comes in, like you said, coming in, making more money than them, they get threatened because they're like, yeah. oh, I got to protect my territory. Now they're not, they're not sharing knowledge. They're not dropping everything. And, then, and the thing is, when the, the problem that they don't understand is that by sharing things is where you get, you gain. Yeah. You don't, there's no way to get anything. unless it, it's a, 
is really currency. They call it currency because it's moving. It's a current. And it, and if you if it stops at you, guess what? It's not going to come back to you. Exactly. So you got to be able to flow that money. You got to be able to. You can't be afraid. Of, and that currency comes in many different ways. It's not just money. Knowledge is currency. You know, yeah. Your time is currency. Yeah. There's all kinds of different. Your talents are currency. The thing you're doing right now, this is currency. This is money right here. You know what I mean? We don't, we don't equate it as money. The thing is to never get comfortable. A lot of people just get comfortable and they're stagnant and they stay with that. Like the employees are talking about for 20 years. When you get to that point and someone threatens you and you feel like, oh man, I don't know what else I'm going to do because you never got out of your comfort zone to try to experience something else or try to grow in another and way. That becomes, that's a generation of that's fear. Dude, right? You know what I mean? Exactly. You're looking at stuff like that, that, that comes out of fear. You're like, well, I got my shit established. I got my house. I got my car. I got my kids. I got to put it through college. I got my wife. You know what I mean? She's working. We're busting, our, we're busting our ass doing our nine to five for the next generation. But those people, they didn't grow up like that. They didn't come out of high school and say, yo, I'm going to freaking work in a cubicle all my life and, and this is it. I'm going to get a nine to five. That was nobody's dream. Benefits. Yeah. Nobody's yeah. in school like, damn, I want to be that office guy. Yeah, exactly. You see, <laughs> there used to be a commercial back in the day where a bunch of kids are like, yo, I want to be a middleman. <laughs> I want to be I want to be a yes man. Yes, sir. Yes, man. You know what I mean? That's, your, you know, that's not how you, but that's the mentality that people get. Yeah. But I think now with COVID, a lot of people, a lot of young people are exposed to new things. And they're like, yo, there's different ways to make money. Yeah. Money is not, money is a uh, reward for doing something that adds value to somebody's life. That's all that is. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. if you're looking at, well, my time is money, your time is not money. When they said that, that that's, that's the biggest lie that people can tell you. Your time is not money. Yeah. You, if you're trading your time for money, you, you're playing a fool's game. Because your time is, is a very precious commodity. If, if you're gonna give your t- equate your time for money, it's way way more than whatever they're paying you by the hour. Even if they're paying you 150 dollars an hour, yeah. your hour is worth more than 150 dollars, dude. That's why they're paying you 150 dollars for your hour. That's what I'm you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, well, you if, they, if they're looking at you and saying, "Well, I'm gonna pay you 200 dollars an hour," because they're making money on you, they're gonna make more money than 200 dollars an hour exactly. on your your teller. See, the thing is, the uh, society tries to make you stop dreaming. It's not stop dreaming. Is yeah. evolve your dream like you may want to grow up and be a pilot one day when you start getting older you realize i'm not going to be a pilot but have another dream that you think is more tangible yeah. you could own the airline you don't know you know, know what i'm saying for sure for sure actually you know that's crazy because um i don't know if you guys i didn't play too often with you guys in the morning back when i was hurt like injured, injured before you yeah but even back then i was chasing this dream of i'm gonna go to the nba right and I remember it felt so far-fetched. Listen, when I tell you guys I started at 18, I was fat. I need one to run. Couldn't, when I shoot the ball, it was so slow, and it hit the backboard. You wouldn't believe that because of how you see me play. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I when you tell me you're fat, you saying that to me, I never would have known because yeah. I always see you working out and I always see you. Yeah, I, I don't know him not to be athletic. Exactly. 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 So that's crazy. And my coach used to call me Elephant Boy. Like, yeah? Yeah, because the shot was so loaded up that it looked like an elephant's trunk. Like, <laughs> he used to just, they used to go in on me. So it was like, you know, never picked up. I'll go on the court and like I was just passionate about it. Yeah. Like, fuck, fuck if y'all not gonna pick me up. I'm gonna sit there and watch, and my turn is gonna come. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So every day for a month, I'll come out, and the niggas would be like, "Bro, what? Why are you still coming out here? Like nobody has picked you up yet." And I just remembered one of the star guards got hurt. His name was Patrick. Tore up his ankle. Mm. And we play on asphalt out there. Yeah. So I got my shot, and I remember everybody was like, damn. They just used me as a placeholder. You know, and the guys on the court, but they passed to everybody. But you, you. you just standing there. They're like, yeah, yeah, just standing. No, no, don't do nothing. Any, any, anybody pass you the ball, they're like, no, why are you passing the ball? Like, you feel me? So I had to deal with a lot of that. And I just remember one time I hit a game-winning shot. It was just randomly. I got the ball. Hit the yeah, everybody was like, like no. I'm the hero. And everybody was screaming, no. It went in. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. They picking me up. They going crazy. And my coach is like, yo, remember that feeling. And then just work on that. Yeah. And that summer, came to the gym. I caught Trent. We played one-on-ones every day. 
Mm-hmm. And I went back down and I started to sharpen my skill set, like had a crossover a little bit, yeah. you know, and just year by year progression. And I just remember literally my last year of college. I'm skipping a lot throughout the whole story. Yeah. But my last year in college, I remember my classmates just knew how dedicated I was. Like every day, I sit there I'm watching basketball highlights in school. I'm I'm playing NBA 2K. Like that's the only video game I play. Like these niggas just know. Like this nigga's obsessed. Like he's got to make it. So without me even knowing, because they didn't really like acknowledge me. I was just the American boy to Jamaicans down there. I'm American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. I know that, <laughs> yeah. So like I just remember they were like, "Yo, come out to the basketball court. We got you know we got something we're doing out there." I'm like, what the hell are they doing now? What's this? Do they care about basketball? Yeah. I go out there, they throw me this huge surprise. They're like, yo, you going to make it to the NBA. And like, I just heard a bunch of encouraging ass words. And I was like, you know, this is what dedication does. Yeah. You know, people believe in your dream sometimes more than you even realize. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And when I came up, I started to I started to doubt it at first because mm. I'd be at twenty four. Y'all used to see me before we were six. I, you'd be there practicing, practicing yeah. for seven hours, yeah. bro. And I remember I was like, nothing was really coming out of it. I was just talking. My mom was like, "Yo, you need to get a job. Time is high time. College is over. Mm. Go get a job. You can go work at Target." And I, I said to myself, if I go back to Target, <laughs> it's over. All of this is going to be for nothing. So I said, I called Sebastian, and he got me uh, a job as a busser, which was good for me because I was staying active. Like, I was still walking. So I, I would go from there, literally, at night, go to 24. Yeah. And I met some dude. He was like, yo, I got a trainer for you. Like, yeah. I remember one night I left from a shift, and I was training out there till like, 2 in the morning. Mm. And this one dude always sees me. He's like, bro, I always see you just like, what are you playing right. for, bro? Like, you trying to go overseas? What it is? So I was like, I was like, bro, I'm gonna sound crazy, but I'm trying to make it to the NBA, bro. And he was like, all right, if you're serious, I got a trainer for you. And he put me on with this guy named Gee. Gee's um, in the N one. Played with the professor mm-hmm. and all those guys. So we did a few training trial runs and. I even managed to get a private run with Dwayne Wade and Michael Beasley. Mm-hmm. And even during all of that, it was surreal to me because I'm like, who would have thought a kid from Jamaica come up to America and get to play private runs with Dwayne Wade and Michael Beasley? Mm-hmm. You know, so I just go to show that your dedication can open doors. Oh, yeah. That's what I say all of that to say. You feel yeah. me? Because... Obviously, played out where I hurt my knee, but that doesn't mean that the journey ended there. No. Like me, I I still turn basketball. I do highlights for you guys. You guys see that. Mm-hmm. Um, I try to train kids, and I just try to stay on top. Like I try to make content for myself, something to roll over for the passion that I still have in it. Yeah, you know still, man, there's a lot of business. That's the thing. Like uh, my kid was yeah. playing baseball, and, but I, I used to work for a company, uh, a fintech company that they, their contract was minor league baseball. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of there's a lot of dudes that work in minor league baseball and, or in ba- major league baseball that used to play, in, in lower levels in college or high school. Yeah. But there's a lot of there's it's an industry, man. This thing's a business. So you can yeah. you could be in the NBA, not be a player on the court. You could be on the sideline. You could be a you could be a manager. You could be a director in there. Exactly. There's, there's a whole bunch of you could be an executive and and the, the players are coming to you. It's like I had, uh, one of my sisters. She wanted to be a doctor. Ever since she went to college, when she got to college, she graduated from college. She was taking the uh, MCATs, and she couldn't get a high enough score. She couldn't get into college. She couldn't get into a, a medical school. So she said, "All right." Um, finally, after so many years, she gave up. She went to uh, hit her MBA. So she went to her MBA. She went back to Rutgers. Now she's at Rutgers University Hospital. The doctors are reporting to her. She's the oh, director of wow. radiology and and wow. Rutgers University Hospital. Doctors yeah. are reporting to her. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? So every, there's a path. The path may not be direct, but there's a, there's a path for you. you yeah, know? and exactly. I mean, some things just don't happen for a reason. Yeah. Like, you know, well, in, in my head, I had all the visions of how I was yeah. going to hit game winners and all this stuff. Like, you kind of, they say that you have to almost be delusional. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I believe that wholeheartedly because, listen, if I've ever... When I used to play seriously, 
the the amount of times that I could drop points whenever I felt like it, compared to when I first started playing, I was like, yo, I was so trash. Like, <laughs> like I was so trash, bro. Like, you know, when you're thinking, oh, yeah, I'm going to hit that shot, and the shot is going way over the backboard. And like, yeah, no, nah, I'm not good at all. But like when I when I was playing during <laughs> during that time, no. But I'm serious. Even when I was playing during down that time, like just to see how the trust that my teammates had, me, that transformation. And that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that that's what um, I always say that. I went out. I went out for my. Uh, I always play football. You know, it was the deal. We always. I always play. I was a football dude. Record all star, you know, division all star. Yeah. Little dude, but I was I was real good. Mm-hmm. But when I was, I remember Daryl, I don't know if you remember Daryl. He was a basketball dude. He played everything. He was a real big athlete. He did football, basketball, everything. So he was like, yo, come on. I was a little dude. You're a little Puerto Rican cat, dog. You know what I mean? So I didn't play no ball. I played football, box. You know what I mean? Like, that was my shit. You know what I mean? Like, it wasn't no. So, but we went out for the eighth grade uh, basketball team. It was like seventh, seventh, eighth grade. Mm -hmm. Had tryouts. And I remember this like it was yesterday. And. I remember, you know, they do, remember shirts and skins, shirts, skins, or whatever, whatever, whatever. Yeah. So we're doing shirts, skins. I'm like, what the hell is this, dog? You know what I mean? Playing basketball. They gave me the ball. And I, mind you, I'm one of the popular kids. Like, you know what I mean? I'm not one of the, you know, yeah. like, I'm one of the popular kids. Like, oh, you going to have a basketball? That's what's up, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I'm with my dudes. I'm like, yeah, I'll go off one, you know, uh, see what's good. I never I never had a dad teach me how to play ball like that, dog. Like, I, didn't, I literally didn't know how to put the ball in the basket. Yeah. But these like, <laughs> you just put the ball in the basket. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, I was, I was like seventh grade. I was like seventh grade. Yeah. Though. He's like, you just put the ball in the basket. Like, I, so like I knew football. You yeah. know what I mean? Like I knew football. So we playing ball. I remember dog. I'm, and now again, I can say this to y'all because y'all know how I ball. Yeah. And I think both of you guys would agree based on my size my, you could say my size, my age, even at different, different points of my, my, you know, my health or whatever from yeah. surgeries you guys have seen me go through over the years. Yeah. I think I excel pretty well yeah. in comparison to, you yeah, know, no, a lot to of most guys people that are, go through what you go through, let alone people guys that are in better shape. Like or, yeah. yeah, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Even when yeah. I could, even when I couldn't move, like I'll move, dog. Like I'll try my very best. Yeah. But I remember this day, dog, I was at the basket. The shot was up. I guess it came out. They threw it right to me. I was under the basket. I literally on some funny shit. Got the ball. I'm looking around. Shoot it. That <laughs> shit went over the, <laughs> over the backboard. Everybody's laughing. That's why when you said over the backboard, you, should, yeah. you think. Yeah. Yeah. He just said in the basket. Yeah. Yeah. Like, so okay. I thought. It's easy enough, right? Yeah, easy Not enough. as easy. Sometimes things that we think is easy is not, not, easy. not easy. You could tell somebody this is the ingredients to this, this you know, dish. Yeah. That doesn't mean it's going to taste the same as the way I make it. Yeah. That's what I look because at you, that. Make it, you make it with experience. You make it with love. You make it with all that. It could be with no experience, but are you yeah. doing it correctly? Literally. <laughs> something as simple as that. Yeah. I know Spanish people, we got a way of leaving screws out when we take shit apart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like my dad, ah, extra screws. Extra screws, you don't need that. I'm like, dude, you took it apart. They were, they were there. Yeah. 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 So understanding, like I said this earlier, like understanding what you, where you're going, how you're going to get there. I don't think there's anything wrong with working for people. I just think that if you're going to work for somebody and you're going to put yourself in a position to work for somebody else, and they're controlling your check literally, whether they're going to pay you, not pay you, whether they want to keep you on board, not keep you on board. And, and we know this from our back in our day, a lot of families, let alone minority families, and I hate saying minorities because I don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. But minorities, meaning blacks and Latinos, we live check by check. Yeah. yeah. So when an employer decides to fire that woman or that man, they don't realize they might not pay their rent. They might not have their kids uh, prom tickets that they wanted to go to or, or, you know what I mean? Or that birthday party or, or something like that. And, and I don't think that people understand, man, that you have a goal, have a, have a a direction of what you're doing. If you're going to work for somebody is to save something to get to something else. 
like Galito said, okay, if this is the peak, is me working, if this is the mountain working for somebody, at the top of that mountain, I, I, when I make this amount, I'm going to leave there and I'm going to work for it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Until you get to where you don't either have to work for somebody else or you're in a position where you can take a degree, you can take a certification and bring it anywhere yeah. like you have and have companies hire you, have multiple companies hire you. Yeah. Not just one company. Multiple companies now are bidding on your work, yeah. on your skill and your knowledge. You gotta, you gotta make yourself, and you know that. That's why I love sports too, because one is it takes a lot of focus and dedication to be at any any good at any sport. Yeah. Any any of those skill sports, you're gonna be you're gonna have to put time in. Exactly. And and people look at sports and like, oh well, but that's a perfect analogy for for business. Yeah. Because in business, you gotta have the same kind of drive. You gotta have the same kind of focus. <coughs> you want to you want to develop a skill that other people don't have. That's the thing when he says, like, people, I literally get, I'll sit in my house, I'll have recruiters call me, say, hey, you know, I want to offer you this job. I'm like, all right, well, how much is it? You know, it's 150 grand. You want to take it? I'm like, no, I'm, you know, I'm good. So, so I have before, and before I had that mindset and the mentality of focusing on a skill set and, and advancing that skill set, I was chasing money. I was chasing jobs. I was, I was the same guy applying on <coughs> applying on all these. All, trying monsters, to find the these, bigger salary, the bigger. Salary, yeah, chasing people. Calling people up, you know, call, trying to get connections at a, in an office at a company, you know, trying to get my name in there, and and I was chasing it. And the thing is, when you when you're chasing it instead of working on yourself, that's a, that's the beauty about what you said is that you were focusing on your own skill, and then after that, people started picking you up. You weren't over there chasing, you know, let me in the game, you know, let me play, you know what I mean? You were like, let me improve my skill set, let me improve my ability. The thing's gonna come to you, you know, you're gonna call that into your life. You're going to call those opportunities and say, like, business is the same way. I'm going to work and uh, get an advancement on that skill. I'm going to become the best at that what I do than anybody else. Yeah. People are going to call me and say, well, you've accomplished all these things for those companies. You made them money. We want you to come to us and make us the same way, you know what I mean? And, yeah. and apply those skill sets to, to our company. Make yourself invaluable. You make yourself invaluable. And that's yeah. where you, that's the key. Yeah. And as you advance that, and then Emilio touched on a good point, because that's not my goal. My goal is not to make their company better. My company, my goal is to make my own company, make my own company better. Well, so also I'm, grow as a person. As so. a girl, yeah. I'm yeah. one. I'm gaining skill sets. I'm gaining one. I'm gaining more value exactly. than the six figures that I'm getting from them. Exactly. I'm getting uh, knowledge. I'm understanding how their business works. I'm understanding how the the pitfalls, the the mistakes that they make. I'm learning. I'm making mistakes on their money. Mm-hmm. I'm not making it on my money. Well, you go, you so, go, to, you go to school right for four years, eight years, ten years. Yeah. And you'll go to school. You'll pay the school to teach you. Yeah. You won't make money while you're going to school, but yet we're not willing to get a profession, master it. This is what I'm saying. That first mountain. If you're gonna work for somebody, work for somebody, master that. But figure out whether you like it or not. Don't work there ten years and go. I hate this shit. Yeah. You know whether you hate somebody with the hate somebody a job. Within a day, bro. But like, yeah. I don't like this shit. Yeah. Like, it does. Like, don't wait. And that doesn't matter whether it's a job, a relationship. You should know right away when you have what you want. This is what I want. Yeah. And, and it's an immediate vibe and feeling and energy that you, you think get. Know it's a fit, it's not yeah, a fit. bro. And, and 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 again, some things that we want. Some, you know, some things just aren't for us. I would love to dunk. I'm never gonna dunk. I never will would have been able to. I never will. Well, well, I, you know what I, I mean? I, Unless y'all gonna uh, well back like, in the, no. but even when I was young, my dude, I used to be even at my most athletic thing, I could I think we used to go, remember that spot we used to go to uh, they used to drop the rim. Oh, and they used yeah, to have a spot yeah. we used to go there, they used to have a spot that yeah. was a gym that you could bring it down to eight, nine. I think I used to dunk like a nine feet. Yeah. You know what I mean? That was like the most I ever like athletic athletically that I could, you know. Do some yeah. shit. You yeah, know? I'm gonna let you kill my dream, man. I'm gonna dunk someday. Yeah. When, I was, when I was in high school, I could I could grab the rim. Yeah, dog. But you, yeah, you I had could, you I had could cap. Grab the rim, but I couldn't I couldn't play ball. But, so I but, but I could I could jump. I had hops. I my my point is my point is we have to be realistic and mm-hmm. what we can do. Yeah. And I think that a lot of us aren't realistic. You know what I mean? And um, if we were accountable for our our own talents and understand what we can do we're going to succeed more. You know what I mean? Like, if I'm going to work on dunking every day, I'm never going to dunk, bro. I can do physically, you know what I mean? Like, I can do whatever it is, every exercise that the 
best jumpers do. I'm physically, let alone at my age, obviously, right? Yeah. But there's, there's people that are born for certain things. That, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So why I could want it, I probably would be great at it if I had the ability to, but I'm just not. So let's move on. And let's be intelligent enough to move on from what we want to do but aren't actually good at. Like, let's stop crying about it. Let's stop stressing it. Understand that doesn't mean don't try, but understand your physical abilities, your your, your capabilities, your limitations, and pick your passions based on what you can do. And if you can't do something, then be ready to dedicate yourself to learn that so that when the time comes, you can do it. Right. And you're not making excuses. Well, why'd you fail? Because you can't jump, bro. It's funny That's we, why you can't jump. We grew up in a gym. Right. We had a lot of friends that wanted to be rappers and wanted oh. to be musicians. Yeah. And that just wasn't, for, that's just not their calling, you know what I mean? Yeah. And they, but they insist. Like, to this day, we have, we have boys that, they, nah, man, I'm going to get this deal. Dude, you're 40 years old. You're going to be 50 years old. It's not going to happen, bro. You know, like, let it go. Like, that, you're missing your opportunity. And that's a good point. Like, don't lose, don't you lose one dream for a dream that's unattainable. Yeah, there's a ta- you have a talent mm-hmm. that God gave you. You don't chase the talent that you want out of vanity. A lot of times we, we, chase ta- we, we chase things that we want out of vanity. And there's certain things I wanted to do just because I'm like, yo. Well, like, I, see what he was saying about that? Like, that's their dream? Yeah. Now, if they took that energy... Yeah. And they changed their dream a little bit. Maybe they've been a good talent scout. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. They, they know what yeah. good sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Look at all these dudes that broadcast. They don't even play ball. But that's what they—they're they, 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 making millions of dollars playing ball, watching watch playing watch ball, play watching people. Play. Play. I think a good amount of them are the NBA commentators have played college basketball. Yeah. Not all of them. But not all of them. Not all of them. Skip ain't played no ball. Yeah, at all. A lot of a lot of anchors in there. Those girls in there. The women. A lot of the guys in there. Maybe they play somebody at college or high school. High school, yeah. They understand because you have to have. They just like it could have been that their parents played ball, their dad played ball. They just loved basketball. Yeah, Yeah. they just loved the game. Period. But my thing is, if you have that passion, just take it to another field. You can stay with basketball. You can stay with sports. Become a commentator if you can't play, but you want to play. You can't. If you want to be in that field, exactly. Exactly. I can't do this, but maybe I can train people because you know what? Even though I couldn't excel at jumping, I was pretty good at training myself to do it. Maybe I could train people. Some people need that, bro. You ever heard that saying? If you can't do, those that can't do, coach. Coach. (laughs) Absolutely. So find what it is. Find your passion. Mm -hmm. Dedicate yourself to it. Give it a try, but with realistic expectations so that the disappointment isn't crazy. Exactly. And again, I'm I'm the dude, I'm the dude that shoots for like the 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 moon and gets to the, the shoots for the stars and gets to the moon type thing. Yeah. Like you have to shoot high, but it's stupid to choose something that's just unattainable and not for you. Now, I'm not saying if your kid was to say, I want to be president, you could definitely be president. But that means that you can't do this and you can't do this and you can't do this and you can't do this. You can't say you're a police officer and go out and hang out with your friends and go drinking and driving and and, and smoking. There's certain things that... You need that self-awareness at some point. Yeah, you need to know if I want to do this, this is the way I need to live. You can't say I'm going to be a pastor... And be like, yo, I'm gonna go to the club and go chill with these shorties. Like, you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but you're really not. Yeah, but you're not a pastor. You could have done it in your past, but once you become that pastor, you can't be done. Yeah, yeah, Bro, Jesus brought around the worst people as his, his disciples, right? Because they knew what, you know, what was right, what was wrong, because they was there. Some people don't know what wrong is if you ain't never do wrong, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You're just stuck in one thing. So exactly. he knew he was who he was choosing if you believe in that like I do and like we do. Yeah. But at the end of the day, dog, like, if you know if you know that stove is going to burn you, don't put your hand on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you have to be smart enough to know certain things. Certain things you need to experience to find out. I don't know if I'm going to like that because I didn't do it. But there's right. certain things that you shouldn't... I don't need to jump off a cliff to find out. Probably not the best idea. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, understand that in every aspect of business, you know, maybe I don't need to get into that because that's a temptation for me that I don't want to be part of. Yeah. If you're a type of dude that, you know, we could probably open up a strip club right now. Mm-hmm. Are we three dudes that should open up strip clubs? Yeah. yeah you know, well, <laughs> I, no, I'm not. I'm a Christian man. I'm not going to open up a strip club. You know what I'm saying? But my... You know, <laughs> You know, what I, you know what I'm trying to say. Like, again, there's certain you, things. You. You know, like, if we're alcoholic, we shouldn't open a bar. Exactly. If you're yeah. fat and you're trying to lose weight, don't buy chocolate chip cookies. There you go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
Like, you can't say you're trying to lose weight if you're buying chocolate. You, want to, you just came from the grocery store and you don't bought all the, the cakes into this. No, you're not trying to lose weight. You're trying to front like you're trying to lose weight. You're trying to tell people you're trying to lose weight, but you're not trying to lose weight. Don't, don't put yourself in a position to fail because sometimes, and we know this as dudes from where we're from, we make a little money and we get hood rich. We think we're hood rich. Yeah. And we start doing stuff that we should not be doing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like that a lot of us have that downfall because of that mentality. You know what I mean? Like, we, we have to understand that that's not the way to be, bro. What you see on TV, what you see these rappers portray, whether it was from back in our day with LL Cool J rocking big chains to even now these cats rocking these big men. Ain't none of that changed. It's always been... It's all... Yeah, it's... It's yeah, always no been the illusion yeah. in the hood of what's successful, right? Yeah. I'm, nigga, where I'm from, where he's from, where he's from, we done seen the projects with the hottest Mercedes parked right in front. Yeah. Like, how you got a $1,000 car payment, you live in Here, a Section right? 8? Yeah. You know? That's a good point. That's a like, good point. Like, I think that the, wealth, the people think the symbols are wealth. That's what wealth is. No. You know, that's yeah. a good point. Like, people buy, they'll buy the luxury car. They'll buy the chain. They'll buy, you know, they'll have the the Tom bag. They'll have an empty but fridge. They don't, they don't have exactly. Money what do you think they about it from man? Or old child support. You got how you old child support your employee? Well, you can't yeah, be driving a bad yeah, like, like we try to, but we trying to impress somebody. You know what I'm saying? We trying to impress somebody. Don't give a I'm shit. Not, listen, at the end of the day, I ain't putting the chain off for now. Yeah. I'm putting on a chain because I want to because you want to pick a girl. I'm a man. Exactly. For real. Right. So. Like and it's the same thing. Women women don't do put on jewelry for themselves. They put on jewelry because they want to say I'm that bitch. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. like these other females don't compare to me. I got it. You don't have it. Right. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, I, well, I won't say all women. Everybody's most different. Women. You know. Well, I don't want to say most. Well, Some women. You're saying like the women that buy like. Ten thousand dollar necklaces. Yeah, not something about the materialistic. Like, well, I mean, well, I wouldn't put a a man, a woman thing. I think men and women in general, some people in general, buy things because they want to show it off. They're not buying it for. Again, you can like some. I just like it. How about that? How about you just like it? Right. How about you don't gotta rock it? How about you don't gotta even? You can. There's you know there's people that there's things that people have that nobody knows they have it. Mm -hmm. They bought it for themselves. Mm And they just love it and they, they treasure it for themselves. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yep. It doesn't have to be, you don't have to always rock your chain. You don't always have to show how much money you have or or something you just bought. But from his you perception, know? remember, we're a little more old school. Like, we're yeah. not big on social media like that. He's talking about the new perspective where people buy stuff first thing they do before they even oh, leave right. the jewelry store. Oh, they're ready to They're on IG already. Yeah, look, you see your brother get shot. I don't have right with a girl, right? Um, she has a BMW. And. Literally, just got this car out the shop. Yeah, working fine. I drove it myself, so I was like, oh, "Yeah, all right, mm-hmm. right." Two days later, she's like on Facebook. She's like, "Guess what I got?" She's driving a BMW. Like, so I'm like, "What happened to the Benzo?" She's like, <laughs> "Oh, it's somewhere." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like. Why, 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 why did you need a new car when there was nothing wrong with it? She's like, I'm not feeling it anymore. And then, to be honest, I think this one is just way cuter. Like, but that's consumerism, man. That's what no, mean, she's bro. here posting it. But yeah. it's the post. Yeah. The post that came after that is with her ass shaking her ass on the car. Yeah. You gonna tell me now that you would actually buy that because you like it? No, come on, you want attention, yeah, exactly. Attention. But that's that's the that's true of the whole culture, dude. Like you look at that, like you're saying, the, the dudes wearing the chains, the people wearing the they're in the cars. You have no asset. You got no food in your fridge. You, our lights about to get cut off, but you rolling up in the Benz. You know that. That's just I, I'm driving a Subaru, but I but I got money in the bank. You know, what I mean? if I want to buy a Benz, I could buy a Benz cash. I don't want to. Yeah. It's like, I, I don't, that's not my thing. My thing is to build what, like, you see these billionaires, they be coming in, you look at a, a freaking... A hey, nothing wrong with a Benz, okay? Hold on, hold on. We're talking about the same thing. We're talking about the people. The people that buy the Benz and don't have somewhere to live. They don't take care of their kids. They're not taking care of their kids. Yeah, but I would say it depends on, I think that, Depending on what what avenue you, you're in, I just know in my in my lane, a lot of these guys 
Why do I rock the suits? Why do I have to I, I dress a certain way, drive a certain car? It's they're not gonna they're not gonna pay attention to you unless you fit it their model. Yeah. They, yeah. They, so listen, well, you can never make a, a first impression twice. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Once they see you, unfortunately, the world is just the world. They're gonna judge a book by its cover. Is it right? Absolutely not. It doesn't matter what you wear, you could be the biggest piece of shit in the world in a suit. But you get that opportunity. You get the opportunity. That's the perfect word. You get the opportunity to at least present speak yourself. and present yourself, exactly. and somebody will give you the opportunity to be serious. Yeah. Unfortunately, we're looked at being Latino, being black. We're looked at in a certain light from the moment we get out the car. If you speak to somebody, and I don't know if you guys have had the experience, you speak to somebody, speak with somebody on the phone. They like on the phone, oh my God, especially you, we're all very well spoken, all of us, right? Yeah. We know how to put it on. We can go from the, what's up, my nigga, to, hey, how you doing, sir? My name is Emilio. Da, da. We're yeah. all very talented at that, right? Yeah. But when we get out the car, we're speaking to somebody on the phone and they don't know what we look at. I've gotten the look of, oh, I didn't know he was Latino. Absolutely. Or I didn't know he was. Listen, I've got. I've people say, "Listen, I thought you were Italian." Like on disappointment. <laughs> I thought you were Italian. Like, not even like, ah, oh, you're Puerto Rican. Exactly. I thought you were Italian. Yeah. yeah. Damn. Well, sorry, bro. Like, it's it's so again. It's understanding. We're already starting low. Yeah. We don't give anybody else the bullets. And it's crazy. Forget us being black and Latino, dealing with Amer you know, white people, dealing with our own people. Yeah. We could go, I could go to the to the a rich Puerto Rican guy and have a cut-off shirt with my tattoo sticking out, and he's gonna look at me like just like the white man's gonna look at me. Yeah. I need to I need to no, this is this is a this let's do this. I I know what I'm doing. I'm going to give you the respect. I'm going to give you the professionalism. I'm going to give you everything that you Very need true. to make a decision. And I'm yeah. not going to allow you yeah. to base it off of what I'm wearing, what well, tattoos I, I have. Yeah. I'm not going to allow you. So I'm going to put my shirt on. I'm going to put my collar on. I'm going to put my tie on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm going to present myself correctly. And after you, you, you get what you need to get from me, then I'm going to put my sleeves up and I'm going to show you how hard I work. And then you're going to have to respect me the next time you see me that I don't have my suit on. Because I already proved to you I know how to present myself, I know how to present the product, the, the whatever it is that I'm giving you, and I know how to do the work. So that's the thing is that, you know, a lot of you young kids today and even older guys, like you said, 40-year-old guys living at home, mm -hmm. put the suit on. Put the suit on. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, and it's funny because he's an IT guy. IT guys can dress like this and sit on the computer. His value is... His fingers. Yeah. Our shit is how we, you know what I mean? We have different avenues, dog. You don't even got to see him. He could prove his value behind a, a freaking steel curtain and just give me a computer. I'll tell you what I'll do. Yeah. Literally. But even that, even that, you know what's interesting about that too? Because you guys are, you're in sales, you're in marketing, you're, you're in a persona where you got to be out in front of people. I'm, I'm behind the scenes. But even if I go in front of people, they don't expect me to dress like that. Oh yeah, like yeah. I, I've gone, I've gone to conventions in suits, straight up, and they're looking at me like, "Why are you dressed like?" Yeah, why are you dressed? Why are you yeah. dressed so so up? You know, what I mean, you, aren't you an IT? Yeah. They they already have a mentality. They look you at guys are laid people, back. Yeah. You guys are just very. They're looking at guys like Zuckerberg. Yeah. They're looking at guys like in pajama, Cox, pajama pants, and, yeah, and, yeah ro rolling up into board meetings in pajamas, and they're thinking that that those the smarter guys don't care. You know what I mean? So that's what they're looking yeah. at in an IT perspective. This is the uniform. Yeah, you know what I mean? absolutely. So you got to be aware of that too, bro. Like when you're going into certain situations, you got to understand. You got to study it. You gotta oh, study you can overdress people. sometimes. You go, yeah. This is this is not this yeah, is not work for me. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the thing for me. In my business, is I'd write, I'm gonna win nine out of ten times. Yeah. But there's been times that I've gone somewhere and the guy's like, oh, I don't like that guy. Like he just doesn't like that. He does not like, like that look. Like, yeah, I look like, arrogant. He yeah, takes yeah, it as arrogant. Like, he takes yeah. it as oh, you know, call me mierda or or like we say in Spanish. You know what I mean? Like, like yeah, this guy's stuck up. He thinks he's all that, or he's gonna charge too much. Look at the car he has. But that's very far and few from the people that. Again, the people that I want to do business with, they're gonna be like that's the type of guy that I want to. Exactly. I want to do business win. with. You're not gonna win over everybody. 
You have to know your audience. You have to you know. gotta know even your audience. In, even in, even in my business, where um, I'm actively always pursuing models to you know wear my brand. You know, there are just gonna be times where I just accept it. Like they're not, they're not, they're not gonna let me. I'm gonna come out, give you my best case. Like, hey, listen, I need you to get this and get this done, or this is my vision. And you know, some people try to play with me, like literally. Because it's a small business, you know, and they'll look at the followers and they'll be like, you know, maybe, maybe not, you know. Yeah. Because if it was a six-figure thing now, and they see, oh, I could get clout. Like, yeah. Exactly. Different switch. Exactly. When you, know, you get established. Too, though, I had a professor in college that said, always run your business, no matter how big it is, run it like it's a multi-million dollar business. Yeah. And and pre- present it as a multi-million dollar business. Yeah. Because if you come in there and you come in and like humble, they're gonna say, "Well, you're not." Confident. All right, we'll think about that real quick. Exactly. Think about that. Yeah. If you're gonna present yourself to somebody, present yourself like a million dollars. Present yourself, your business, yeah. yourself like a million dollars, and they're gonna take you serious. The percentage of people are gonna take you more serious, looking like this, than looking like a some. And again, depending on. And your business is different. They'd be like, ah, oh, this guy doesn't know what he's doing. He's trying to... Yeah, he's it's just different. Yeah. The same way if I'm a construction worker and I pull up like this. They're going to think you don't work? Yeah. You're the painter? Yeah. This guy ain't going to get... No, I'm not the painter, sir. I have painters that come. But, oh, okay. Thank God. Because you don't look like a painter to me. Right. You have to dress the part. And if you're trying to deal with certain people and you want a certain check, then, bro, do not be scared to put those pants up, put a tie on, put a jacket on, Present yourself the right way. The same way if you want to go out with a lady and you want her to respect you, put your pants up, put a jacket on, show her that you could be a professional, get the right lady. You are who you hang out with. You, you're going you're gonna to marry who you date. Of, you know what I mean? The type of women you date. So understand that it doesn't matter whether it's business relationships, personal relationships, friendships. Whoever you're around is who you are. And if you understand that, bro, you're, I mean, then you're going to be like, maybe I need to evaluate who I'm around. Maybe I need to evaluate who I'm dating. Maybe I need to evaluate how I dress. Maybe I need to evaluate how I talk. Why did I have to get that job? Because you called the dude bro 20 times. And he doesn't want you calling his clients bro. Right. He liked you. You had every other thing, but you kept saying bro. Yeah. Something so small. He didn't know how to switch it. You got to know exactly. how to switch it. Exactly. And it has to be something that is instant. Instant. When the cops stop us, what do we do? Hey, how you doing? I'm sorry. <laughs> right? I'm to say, hey, officer, how are you? Exactly. There you go. We know. There you go. Right? When our mama talked to us, right? Yeah. Hey, my mama, you know what I mean? No cursing. Like, we don't mom. curse in front of you. My mom never thought I cursed for her it's whole life. Instant, it's an instant reaction. How can we, we can obviously do it. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm sure we've all been there. You got a girlfriend. Your phone is there. She's looking at you. You're looking at the phone. She's like, right? No, that doesn't happen to me. No. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. You got turn. I know you. No, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the way. The way how I do it. As soon as I see the phone, but it's just again. It's just using. It's, 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 at the end of the day, we have we have we have certain instincts that we know we can do immediately. How do we? If we know we can do that, how can we? Use that skill because it's a skill mm-hmm. to where it benefits us in every way of. Hey, well, lying or not lying or telling a story or or being or being or being quick thinking or being quick thinking is is thinking on your feet is handling an objection from somebody you're trying to sell something to being manipulative or. Or you're just doing your job and, and explain to him why you feel... Pa- I would never sell anything that I wouldn't buy. Right. So if I'm selling somebody something, I'm not selling you. I'm just... I'm persuasive. Get, I'm, well, yeah. not, well, it's not even persuasive because it just persuasive just sounds so manipulative. Right. You know what I mean? You're very persuasive. If a girl tells you you're very persuasive... It's passionate. It's yeah. really not the most best compliment. compliment. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's more like... Yo, you convinced me about some you. shit. I don't exactly. trust you. You're very persuasive, very manipulative. It's yeah. more of a, you know your shit. Right. That's How do you get somebody to look at you and go, you know your stuff. You're knowledgeable. Yeah. And now I know why you charge what you charge. Now I know why you know why you, you, you are who you are. Yeah. 
Yes. How do you get it to where you don't sound manipulative, you don't sound persuasive, and you just sound like you know your shit? Mm -hmm. That it just literally, it's it's just... In that same, all right, so in that same field then, you're actually talking about me because that's how I get most of my clients. You know personally, anytime you get hurt, Oh, yeah, let's do this. What's going on? What's wrong? Dip yourself in the ass, get some exercise, get some fucking. Yeah, go go. take that. Because I just, I studied the human body. I hurt my knee, took it super serious ever since. Because, you know, like, you know, when some people get hurt and they just blame it on life and then they don't try to fix the problem, I wanted to be stronger than before. I wanted to play ball with these guys. You know what I'm saying? So I took the time, studied what I was supposed to do. And like you said, I became so knowledgeable. Like, if somebody comes up to me, like, yo, my personal trainer, I just had a personal trainer, my back is hurt. Yeah. Like, show me where, where in your back? Oh, that's your sciatica. This is what you need to do. You need to go home, you need to do this stretch, you need to take this, you need to take that. Every one of my friends, they don't need to go to the doctor. They got you. They got me. <laughs> but that's the thing, you have to be proficient in whatever you're doing. So, whether yeah. it's knowing about the human body or knowing about sales or knowing about IT. If you don't have that proficiency, no one's going to trust you and no one's going to buy into what you're yeah, doing. So whatever it is that you are passionate about or trying to do, yeah, make sure you study it. Make sure you know it. Make sure yeah. you can you believe it. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, we had some, I saw the talk today, man. I appreciate you guys. There's a, um, there's a thing I wanted to share with you guys. It says, um, okay. uh, it's pretty cool. Um, hold on, see. I saw some interview. I caught it real quick. And he said, Changed his life. And when I when I heard him say it, and I sent it to you guys, it says, don't let what you're good at define who you are. What are you if you can't do what you're good at? I'll read it again. Don't let what you're good at define who you are. Who are you if you can't do what you're good at? Mm. That's deep. Mm. So if you're a runner and God took your legs away, who would you be? Mm. We're great people that we could speak to people we could sell you could sell how you could yeah. how about if god took our way our Your ability voice. to speak yeah. yeah you know what i mean people love the way we dress people like our, our our style how about if we lost that sense of style and we didn't look the same or who are we mm. don't let what you're great at good at define who you are mm. to me that's don't put all your eggs in one basket have other passions find other talents that you're that god has given you mm that you can develop. If your talent is learning, then you could develop a billion talents, right? Yeah, sure. Some people just can't learn. Some people can't read. You <laughs> need to absorb certain things in life to be able to, to be able to, to be able to, 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 to utilize, right? Yeah. You can't just look at something. I mean, have you, you've heard people say, Hey, are you listening? Or did you hear me? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like there's a difference, but you know what I mean? Like yeah. you have to be able to take things in and say, and that's something that I think that we all got to be ready for. But we all have to get ready for if we lose what we're good at, who are we going to be? Does that mean life is over? No. 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 If, I mean, yeah. like, so prepare for that. As men, as human beings that aren't promised tomorrow, prepare for these times, bro, and have a backup and have other things ready to go. And to be honest, nobody successful has one thing going on. You yeah. said it before, Elon Musk has this and this and this, and Bezos has this and this and this. Yeah. At the end of the day, the equation is the equation, right? Yeah. So, yeah. you know, the Ray Kroc story, the McDonald's story, it's just, this is what it is. There's enough blueprints out there for people to, to study, and that was just a point of implementing it. Yeah. So don't have one goal, pretty much what you're saying. Don't, no, I think, you, I think you're stupid to have one goal. You have to have multiple goals. Now, again, work on one at a time, yeah, but again, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. but again, give this one enough time to develop, give this one enough time to develop. Mm -hmm. And if you're going to do two or three, then you shouldn't be sleeping eight hours. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you, you just can't. No successful guy sleeps eight hours. Nah. Just bro. You can't. Listen, it's the same. It's the same thing I tell everybody. You got to Like, even you had that passionate talk about working out early in the morning. That changed your life. You oh, made bro, it way I, more efficient. I love right? it. I love it. And. It's something I discovered from when I was younger, and I realized that people just don't have that that drive in them to get up early. Right. But you look, you look at the time. We all have twenty four hours. That's one thing we can't stretch the time. No matter how rich or poor you are, mm -hmm. we all have the same twenty four hours. Everybody. How are you gonna spend that? 
you know, it's gonna, if you sleep in 10 hours, you've already killed most of your day. There's well, even if you slept, eight, even if you, you work eight hours, even if you so eight, you yeah. work eight hours, mm -hmm. you figure you got three meals. So let's say it's an hour a meal, yeah. right? Mm -hmm. You should take at least one shower a day, two I take two or three just from the times I go to the gym, I gotta yeah. get ready for something or, so you forget, to, let's say an hour. Yeah. Right, most people, women, like we don't take more. Right Some guys take more. I take long. I'm like a, like a woman. You know what I mean? I take uh -huh. a long time to get ready. I want to make sure I look good. Right. It's part of my job. It's part yeah, of it's how I present myself. Exactly. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. that's um, so that's, you know what I mean? Like, it's the presence, your appearance. You have to be. Right? It's all part of what you yeah. do. So you figure that's, you got eight hours, three hours to eat. You're at 11 hours, two hours to get ready. You have 15 hours. Yeah. So what do you got? Nine hours left? So nine hours, you got a girlfriend? You got kids. You got a boyfriend. You got kids. Yeah. You got school. Yeah. You right. got grocery shopping. You got, huh? Right. There you go. Driving yeah. places. You know what I mean? Bro, there's, yeah. there's so many things. And yet, we're not even talking about you had a second job. Yeah. We're not talking about sleeping. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. We're not talking about watching your favorite movie for two hours or three hours. Yeah. yeah. Like, think about that. But, and like you said, you cannot get that back. You cannot put... I was always a dude, time is money, time is money. You can't put a value on time. It's priceless. It's priceless. They taught us that, but that's, that's the worst thing that they taught people. It's what we're taught. Time is money, make that money, make that money. It's based on factory and it's based on employees. So they, they tell you time is money because they're paying you by the hour. The fact is that... That's an employee mentality. That's an employee mentality. You got to be paid yeah. by your skill, not your hour. Then people work two hours a week and they make a million, they make a million dollars in a week. They work two or three hours. That's it. You know what I mean? So they just know how to do this one thing. Yeah. And when they do it, they get paid. They get paid. Yeah. They get paid two or three hundred thousand dollars for that one. Thing. And when you do what you love to do, it ain't work, bro. Yeah. It really is not. Yeah. I love it. Like it's, yeah, bro. I mean, come on. Who really wants to go work out? But when you're working out, I love that shit. When you're in it, you love it. It's when you get, ah, I'm going to go to jail. You know what I mean? Yeah. When you yeah. get there, you're feeling good. Feeling good, yeah. You know what I mean? When you get that paycheck after you work doing something you love to do, you feel good. Yeah. Now you can provide for your family. Now you can do this. And, you know, when your daughter asks you, Daddy, I want this, you can say yes. Because the worst feeling in the world is when your kid goes to you okay. and says, Daddy, I want this. And it should be something a thousand percent attainable. And you ain't got the money to give it to your kid. Right. And at the end of the day, that's your fault. If God gave you two arms, two legs, a, a voice, and on the real, even if he didn't give you legs, I got a brother in a wheelchair that does well, that better than most people. Yeah. All right? In a wheelchair, and he can't move his legs and his arms, and that dude drives, has a family, kids, yeah. and makes money. So you don't even got to have legs. Yeah. You can't even give a, a dude like me that excuse, knowing that I know who I know. Exactly. So anytime I get hurt, I'm like, E, you can't even, yeah. you can't say nothing, bro. That's a, that's a, it's, yeah, it's a mindset. Thing. Yeah, it's a mindset. And the, thing, the thing is, it's with, a mindset. With our brother, you know, <laughs> it's, it's that mindset. It's once you once you convert that mindset, once you convert your mentality about how you're gonna, because even just five ten years ago, the the amount of income that I generate now. I couldn't even think about it before. Remember and, when ten dollars an hour was a lot? When, yeah, I was struggling. Remember that? You got ten dollars an hour? Mm -hmm. Oh shit! When I first moved to Florida. Bro. I was living in a seven hundred dollar apartment, and I could barely—I didn't have no car note. I could barely pay for that that house, that apartment. We lived together. We were struggling. We were going out. We were hanging out. We were coming back. Sometimes the light would be. We would be like, lights off. <laughs> you know, that's how it was. You know, well, we spent money on other things so that we, we should have. We spent money on stuff that we didn't. That we because we didn't have that mindset. Yeah, at the time. Well, I think it was a good combo. Yeah, obviously, no, whenever, right. whenever yeah, um, we got probably two podcasts out of this thing. Yeah, yeah, we got it. You can split that up into two or three ones. Episode <laughs> thirty-four and thirty-five. We not gonna do that, but um, we got a in honestly, though, it was a great conversation, guys. A lot of things went wrong. Y'all, y'all just seemed to feel tired, but you didn't see the blood, sweat, and tears that went into this office right here. Uh -huh. You feel me? But shout out to my guy Rob. Yes, sir. Carlito. Carlito. <laughs> yes, my friend. It was yeah. nice meeting these three men. Go ahead. I mean, they don't have social media like that. Carlito, no. Now we're too busy for that <laughs> stuff, bro. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're too, too busy. busy. You know. But... Well, thankfully, we're 
I'm referral based, so I, I really don't. Uh, I don't. I don't need to. If anybody, well, I would say this: if anybody needs any any type of business solutions, anything like that, reach through Jordan. He'll get at me. Any mentoring, any coaching. Um, definitely, I think all three of us are, are, that's why we're here is to, to try to, if anything we said helped anybody trigger the seed to be planted in somebody's head, that's what we want. That's why we took our time to be here. Um, so I would say uh, any, I mean, this is what we do is, you know, I do all, all types of businesses. Yeah. Um, obviously any IT stuff, this is the guy right here. Uh, and, and if you guys need to buy any beautiful home, or any type of management, this is the man right here, and uh, you know, so absolutely, absolutely. So I think we all. But again, I mean, whoever does watch this or whatever, I would say the biggest thing is anybody needs any type of uh, any type of help, any type of, of of motivation. We definitely would be here to re, you know to help out in any way. Exactly, so. guys. Remember what I always say, man. Go ahead and define your life. And support Jordan. Support Jordan. That's why we here. Yeah. I support this man. This man is a young man doing his thing. And uh, we love him. A uh, hard worker. I've known him for years. He's always been a good kid, good man. Uh, from a good kid to a good man. Good man. And, uh, and we, we wish you the best, my brother. Absolutely. And uh, we just know keep on doing what you're doing. Trent over there, cool as fuck. Trent, Trent. All right. Sebastian over there helping. All right. So we appreciate y'all and uh, we wish everybody the best. Yeah. All right, guys. Like, comment, share, subscribe, and we out.